Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous. And the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. James Commanders, and welcome to episode 476 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, otherwise known as Colin Ford. And joining me at the Orange Sidewinder Bar for this episode, we welcome back our Head of Health and Safety, Commander Ed Levice, otherwise known as Ben Moss Woodward. You had to do that as I was grinding my beans, didn't you? Whatever you do in the privacy of your own time is, is you know... Up to you. We also have our SRV Banksy, Commander Alec Turner. I'm free. I've escaped planet Kume. Ha ha. Excellent. We also have our staff liaison officer, Commander Psychit, otherwise known as Claire. Hello. Hello. And uh, we do have the wonderful Chris Mark 4 on tech today. So we, um, yes. I don't know what else to say to that. Right. Anyway, if you wish to join us live, uh, we are hanging out in game. Uh, it's a case of find find aid. That might be a little bit awkward unless Chris actually shows where I am, where shows my screen. Yeah, but you suck, so I mean, it doesn't really matter. Hey, I swallowed as well, Claire, for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah, that's I, a very I, valid point. You know, at least people don't even need through. to buy you a drink. Okay. Wow, that's, that's what, um, <laughs> two <laughs> minutes, 20. Time, did someone time... Time mark that because yeah, that that's a new record. I think <laughs> normally we at least hit five minutes, but no, not today. Hey, I've been I've been off for a week. You know, I'm only going to last a couple of minutes, Colin. You poor poor wife. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on from there. <laughs> if you can't get to uh, Ben, or if you can't get to us in game, you can join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through leaveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat, or go straight to twitch.tv slash radio. We're also live on uh, YouTube and Facebook and X Twitter 
thingy-me-bob. Right, let's quickly go around the team, see how they have been. So, um, I'm very curious, Psychic. Have you got I... to the Citadel DLC yet? No, 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 I haven't. I haven't. Oh, good. I, have, I have a story. I have a. I have story time. <laughs> Buckle in, fuckers. Um, <clears throat> Mass Effect is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful game, and I adore it beyond all. It It is current... <sighs> Like, you, you know how much I love Baldur's Gate. You know how much I love that game. I may have talked about it a little tiny bit on the stream and on all other streams. I may have mentioned it. Um, Mass Effect, the Mass Effect trilogy is the best game I've ever played. Um, and, I, and I say that without um, hyperbole or um, without regret or anything along those lines. It is the best game I've ever played. Um, it is phenomenal and wonderful. And thinking about it makes me emotional. Um I have a problem with Mass Effect 3 so far. So mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm, I'm going to, this is going to be an if you know, you know kind of situation. Yes. Um, but I was doing a mission that I've got two issues. I was doing a mission and I discovered that I couldn't progress any further in said mission because the character I was supposed to meet wouldn't spawn because... I'd done another mission and it put people in his spot. And I was like, that's really fucking annoying because that's really going to affect a few bits. Um, second part, I have been spoiled for a ti- the tiniest, tiniest bit of the Citadel DLC. Because when you talk about things and you have four different microphones pointing at you, the internet picks up what you're saying and alters the algorithm. So as I'm scrolling through TikTok and I'm on Mass Effect TikTok now, and that's a wonderful place to be. I don't want to leave it. But I see something from the Citadel DLC, which is... Um, um, a conversation between the love of my life, Garrus Vakarian, and another character. And I was like, I'm really looking forward to having more of these sort of conversations between these two characters. And it's the one character who I made a decision to not make him, to uh, an RP decision, which made him not loyal in Mass Effect 2. So when I found this character in Mass Effect 3 and he just fucking died on the floor in front of me without me even having an option to try and save him, I was viscerally upset. I see. (laughs) To the extent that I briefly considered completely replaying Mass Effect 2 and following everything <laughs> that I did and picking the the um, Paragon option as opposed to the just the normal option where I'm just like, my guy, chill, rather than, my guy, you did the right thing, I'm a Paragon, now you're loyal to me. Because it would change nothing else in the game. I knew it would change nothing else in the game because this character is a DLC character and you cannot have them in the game at all and it doesn't make a difference. And I was like really, really confident that that was the case. And I was 40 minutes of time passed where I was thinking about trying to decide whether or not I want um, more of this character, whether, 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 whether or not I was going to go and replay the entire game because of this. And a brand new person in chat, as we were talking, went well, why don't you just download the save file mod and just like edit the save file to make him loyal in Mass Effect 2 and then he'll be fine. And I was like, there's no fucking way that I can just do that. 
Um, long story short, he's now loyal and it's fine. <laughs> but what what I've also done is I've gone, you know what, fuck it. It's not my fault that um, this character won't spawn anymore. So just mark that mission as complete as well. And I'm not doing any more modding. <laughs> to that game or any more changing to that save file because I'm happy now but it was so like it was so I was so like upset and like viscerally moved by it and I'm the per I am a person who got to the Iron Throne in Baldur's Gate and when oh I'm not super keen on a couple of things that's happened instead of going back a little bit I will wipe my entire save so I did I did that in Baldur's Gate and that was 46 hours in. So I wasn't worried about maybe having to replay the game, but I'm glad I didn't. And I'm very grateful for this like, little exe file that I can just open up and edit the save. But I'm going to try not to do it anymore. Um, I've, I've done it. I've done it those two times and I'm, I don't want to do it anymore. But <sighs> very, very relieved that um, this this one person who was brand new in chat said that to me and i was just like you have saved me 40 hours of meticulously following exactly what i did in mass effect 2 and mass effect 3 with the exception of just choosing one different option to get there um so yeah i'm really pleased by that. but um yeah other than that other than that thank you for bearing with me on that story time moment um other than other than that i've been playing a little bit of elite I finished a game, I finished Little Guardsman, which is a game we talked about when we were talking about narrative games and stuff. Little Guardsman is like a cross between Monkey Island and Papers, Please, um, with a bit of um, uh, uh, D&D thrown in. Um, and that's, that is a really cool game. Um, highly recommend checking that out. Um, um, uh, but the weather's been miserable, so I haven't really been been up to much sort of like outside of being sat on my computer and doing stuff. Excellent. Well, to tell you the truth, it's uh, it's good to hear that you're getting through Mass Effect. You know, it's now it's actually really nice to hear someone really enjoying it. It'll be interesting to see what your opinion is of the end. I guarantee That's... you. I guarantee you. I will be devastated. I, I don't even know what the, uh, the results are. I'm I've, um, I'm making a mental note to continue to hydrate because. Um, Yes. When when I cured the genophage, I couldn't see because it hurt my eyes so much to cry. So I need to be more hydrated. <laughs> it's a sad moment and I don't want to talk about it and I'm not ready to talk about it yet. <laughs> Takes a while. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it does. Moving on to Alec Turner. Well, hello. Yeah, I... I've never played Mass Effect either. So That's good, Alec. Much. Holy shit. Yeah. The funny thing is, okay, and I... I Whenever I have a quick, I, I think, oh, what, what's? It doesn't even need to be a Mass Effect, but in this case, it is. And I'll, I'll sort of go on YouTube and go, oh, show me a quick bit of gameplay. So, what's this gameplay like? You know, what's this game like? And yeah. a quick glance at Mass Effect. My takeaway impression is, oh, this is just a cutscene game. I'm, I'm not into cutscene games. That looks really dull, and I just don't bother with it at all. And I, get, I'm clearly missing out because. You know, I hear it's very good, but it just looks like a lot of cutscenes whenever it I watch. A, it is play a it. lot of cutscenes. It is a lot of cutscenes. It really is. But yeah. um, I think the characters are just so engaging and immersive um, mm. that it that the gameplay. I find the gameplay really fun because I love sniping um, in like first person shooter sniping, and um, it like even with my shaky shaky hands and my. Um, yeah, I like sniping. You mentioned sniping last week, and that that yeah. did get my attention. It's like, oh, okay, it's not all cutscenes. That's interesting. You can snipe. That sounds good. 
Yeah, the the the, the infiltrator the infiltrator is a really really fun build, and I've um I've been really really enjoying that i still feel like a complete noob as far as like, rpgs are concerned and i follow guides all the time to give yeah. me like good good builds and show me the best way to go about doing stuff but i'm having so much fun does anyone remember you'd have to be of a certain age to remember this but in the in the um, video game arcades like when space invaders and all that lot first came out and you used to go to the local arcade and play them yeah there was a game that came out a few years in and it was like a laser disc game of like you were you were it was a sword and sorcery thing and you were on horseback what was it called dragon slayer uh maybe yeah and you had to hit a button and get the timing just right and it was basically a cutscene game yeah yeah that's that's dirk the daring and it was done by that was uh, it yeah that was it john bluth who was a disney animator uh so it's disney quality animation but it is quick time events all the way through yeah that's it yeah, and if you didn't right. know the, you it took. I think it took me about. This is thirty quid back then because I think it, it was something like fifty p a play, which was quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, and it was quite it was quite quick. You didn't get a very long go if you weren't very good, did you? No, no. But uh, yeah, these days everybody be looking at uh, Daphne the Princess, going, "She's hardly wearing anything." That's supposed to be for a kid's game. Anyway, that's a trip down memory lane. For what I've yes, sorry about that. I went to. Um, it really isn't that exciting. I'm clutching at straws of things to talk about. But um, <laughs> I went to the dump, and um, you know, oh, we're, continu- we're continuing our sort of clear out of. of, of we got stuff. Alec of the dump. Yeah, Alec of the dump. So I um, had two big plastic boxes full of sort of kind of old tech, like cables and adapters, and I don't know, like um, Google Chromes that I'm not using. All sorts of you know, miscellaneous junk. And I thought, right, I'm going to get this down to one box. So I ended up chucking out cables. I, I, I don't know about other people, but I'm a bit of a cable hoarder. Oh, God, yeah. But it's been so long now. And I looked at these, you know, and I had reels and reels of coax aerial cable and VGA cables and SCART cables. And I was just thinking, I'm seriously never going to use any of this shit ever again in my life. The world has moved on from coax, VGA, and SCART. <laughs> so it was quite liberating to take piles and piles and piles of cable and just toss it in a skip. Yeah, I must admit, I've, I've, I, yeah, I've, I've discovered a, a SCART cable I need to get rid of. Yeah, Ephesus. Uh, did I need the cable the day after? Yeah, I was dreading that. I did not need the cable the day after, but um, you never know. <laughs> I that, that's the curse of the mandrel that is yeah as soon as you empty something from the mandrel the next day dad do you happen to have a cable from 1995 that will connect just the threw it to- in a skip <laughs> can i can i ask a question why would you need is what is the situation that would require you to need those cables now the ones i threw yeah if there oh, it's is, inconceivable. It, i mean i li- yeah that's why i threw them i thought yeah honestly. there we go uh, yeah. We're good then. We're good. It's all shiny. Cool. I mean, I did keep stuff. I, I kept like um, things like um, some a little bit of internet cable, and I kept a little bit of HDMI cable, and because you never know when you're going to want a bit of HDMI cable, right? No, I mean that's that feels justified because that's still something that we we use sometimes. Yeah. Well, there you go. Good. But like, I I can't remember the last time I I looked at a VGA cable. No, no, I dug it out and thought, yeah, I really, really don't need that anymore. Um, in game, I have managed to tear myself away from Planet Kume. Um, listeners may remember that I 
psychologically trap myself there by vowing to do this stupid time trial in 25 minutes. Um, I admit defeat. I can't. I I probably have a 25 minute run in me, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't string it together. Um, so Skur reigns supreme on 20 minutes. I managed 28 minutes and decided that was good enough, and I had to walk away for the sake of my sanity. Um, so then I logged back into Odyssey, which I haven't been in for ooh, a, nearly a month, probably, um, and went through the usual depression again, I'm afraid, of all the horrible, nasty shadows and lack of anti-aliasing and sluggish frame rates and uh anyway but i got over it because i you know that's that's the game that's the live game that's where the action is um so back into odyssey and what i did is i took myself off on a exobiology exploration trip so i've gone not super far but i've gone about 1700 um do i mean 1700 kly that sounds like a lot 1.7 KLY. I don't know. You know what I mean. Hopefully, more than 500, like nearly 2,000 light years. A distance. A distance. A, a reasonable but not stupid distance to find myself some um, first discovered exobiology. Yeah. Sounds like 1.7 Kylies. Yeah, sounds about right. And I mean, so I sort of went, you know, deliberately not on a straight line to anywhere. So no nebulas, you know, just picked a random direction and go down a little bit as well so it's just a random angle and it's it's interesting so 1.7 KLY out um i am still hitting about 50% of the systems i hit have been discovered and 50% are first discovered and i'm sort of doing the thing of switching to economic uh economic routing so that i'm you know jumping very small so i'm visiting every star almost as i jump around it's interesting just how much of um, fairly random space, you know, a moderate distance out has still been discovered. Um, what's good, though, for exobiology, actually, is the the stuff that's been previously discovered. So you do the honk, and then you open the system map, and the planets are all there already, um, all rendered, you know, so you know that the system has been visited before. What's nice is that you can, at a glance, then target any um, landable atmospherics and then just point the FSS at those to see if there's any um, biological samples. And 100% of these systems that have been discovered, when I've gone to actually look at biologicals, I am first foot footfall. So these are, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of systems that have been discovered in the first five years of Elite prior to Odyssey or whatever it was. Um, but nobody's actually been back to scan biologicals on these so it's great so you jump in the system's already there you can see the landable atmospherics point the fss at them and if they've got biologicals off you go so it's quite profitable i think oh it's very profitable i always go for biologicals with more than one i don't i don't go if it's just one by itself i don't bother with it here's the thing so i was chatting to somebody in discord while i was doing this um and i just scanned the system and there were some ones and i was like right i'm off because those are going to be um you know, uninterested biological uh, uh, bacteria, bacteriums. Yep. And they pointed out to me, oh, no, what's it called? Something stratum, te- stratum tectorium, yep, which also comes cool. in ones and is incredibly valuable. Yeah, that that's the that's the most, and it's the easiest to spot. To be honest, yeah, yeah. So, so what I've been using, which is bloody brilliant, actually, is um, within Elite Observatory which is a third-party tool, there's a, a plugin called BioInsights. Uh, and it's quite 
clever. So what it does is when you finish your FSS scan of the system, it uses statistical analysis of everything that's been found up to now. So based on um, the star type and the planet type and the distance of the planet from the star and its temperature and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, it basically guesses what sort of biologicals you're likely to find on each of those planets. So and it kind of reverse, reverse engineers the algorithm then. And it's really accurate. It's really accurate. So um, so basically what will happen is if there's, suppose there's four biological um, specimens on a planet, this bioinsights thing might give you a list of seven. And then as you take a sample, for example, maybe one of them will get crossed out because it's like, well, if you found one of those, then you're definitely not going to find one of these. And um, But generally, you know, of the of the sort of, I would sort of say, I, I'd, I'd say 75% of the samples it says after the FSS are exactly what you end up finding. So it's great for deciding whether to bother with those one biological samples that are 10,000 light seconds away. You know, if if BioInsight says they're bacteria, I, it's not worth bothering. Yeah, it's been good. I don't know how much money I'll have when I come back. Um, I, I oh, vaguely thought... Please. We'll see. I vaguely thought my, my plan was I'm about two billion short of maybe getting myself a fleet carrier. So I thought, oh, what the hell, let's go and do this. But I am now getting pulled back by something we will come to in Community Corner in a minute. So I'm going to have to cut my trip short, I think. Anyway, that's been me. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Well, we'll pop over to Ben because Ben's not been about for a couple of weeks because you're too busy trying to open the pod bay doors last week. That is a trippy as hell film. Oh, the um, last the last ten oh, minutes, yeah. The first half hour as well. You know, that what? whole fir- the first like, I mean, what other film would open up with about three minutes of pure black screen, then another three or four minutes of black screen and weird screaming noises, uh, and then we'll eventually you, you start. We'll just... Then then you go on to the the eight the eight men thing. So, um, if you hadn't guessed already, Ben went to see 2001 in the big screen last week. So, yeah. but I, 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 it was great. I loved it. I wish I was on acid at the time. Um, but what was absolutely lovely, 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 lovely to see was a there were more people in the cinema to watch a film from 2000. Sorry, from 1968 than there were to see a film like an opening night Marvel film. Yeah, that was amazing. And what was doubly amazing was they weren't all 40-year-old single blokes. There were so many There were some kids. 50-year-olds there as well. Uh, uh. <laughs> there, were a, there were so many um, college-age kids. Um, there were so many you know, people... There with with their their own children, like you know, it was like a dad and his and his son or dad and his daughter. Uh, there were there were sort of couples who were there as well, and it was lo- there was such a lovely wide variety in the audience. And then I wound up actually getting a bus back with these two college kids who had never seen it. Um, and you know, I I was just I was standing in the bus stop, and then they were talking about it, and then I was just listening into their conversation. And you know, I just I had to interject because you know I had to, yeah. Uh, and just asked, I was like, right, so what? That was your first time seeing it. What did you think? Have you read the book? And then one of them was like, oh my, there's a, it's a book as well. 
Uh, yep. Uh, it, it was really interesting hearing... You know, they, they'd heard about it, they knew it was a classic film, but they didn't know much else about it. It was lovely hearing their open conversation about it. Um, so yeah, that, that really made my day. Um, made my week, whatever. Um, then... I've not really, I've not done a heck of, heck of a lot of games, um, but I've done. Oh, on Thursday, or Thursday or Friday, I noticed that a there's a free game called Doki Doki Literature Club. No, oh Doki god, yeah, oh, not that. It's one. called Doki Doki Literature Club. You're right. Yeah, and it was something that I'd seen on Game Theory. Yep, and. I like a lot of the game theory stuff, and I was aware that he'd done something about it. But I was like, okay, you know, I know he does stuff about Five Nights at Freddy's and things like that. Um, but I was just like, you know, I was like, okay, it's a it's a dating sim, and I was just like, yeah, no. But then I was like, Sonic. It's free. not Ben. Ben, that's oh, not fair. To call it I know it's not. I know that now. <laughs> um, Did you go in blind? Did you feel? I went. Like... In, I went in blind. Holy shit! Okay, okay, I get yeah. it. I went into it blind. You know, the only reason I even picked it up on picked it up for free was because I knew that Game Theory had done it, mm-hmm. and I know he only does. You know, I know they do things that have at least got decent lore and decent story. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, you know what? I'll try it for free. <laughs> and yeah, I picked it up as well. I'm that, a game, bit... that game's I'm... fucked up. I know it's about amazing. it. I know what happens in it. So I picked it up and I'm terrified. Oh, yeah, I, I did sell my soul for a, for a cupcake. That's fair. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Um, Who wouldn't, Ben? Who of us wouldn't? Yeah, it's, it's a bit um, funny when you, you first of all hear about this that game from Yahtzee Crossshaw. Oh, yes. Well, um, um, go. I would say go look it up, but it's still attached to the escapist. So, yeah, so yeah. don't. Yeah, so oh, fuck don't. Him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I would say it's free if you is are. Is it still free at the moment? I believe it'll be free. To, yeah, it's free this week, so it'll be free till Thursday. Okay. Um, if you are emotionally stable and. <laughs> 2024, come... Ben! That no, nobody's a... emotionally stable. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're emotionally stable and you like games that will, holy, what the fuck just happens to you, is well worth a couple of hours of your life. And if you want to go more than a couple of hours, you do, Jesus Christ, you can go so many more than a couple of hours. It, it's definitely the kind of game that lends itself to starting over. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I played that for, I think probably played play that for a few for a few hours, and I managed to finish uh, Starfield because, um, and you know, I, I I know Cy was on about you know changing the game for the better, and Starfield's another of those games. The only way I was able to finish it was by changing some of the stuff because the the default UI is fucking atrocious, frankly. Um, you know, put, things pop up in the middle. The screen's too small. The menus are too big. The it, there's a there's a whole building mechanic where you're meant to be building your base, and you can't chuff it. You know, you you rotate things, and the way you rotate it by default is using your left and right click. But can you rotate it so that everything's like aligned? Can you hackers like it looks drunk? You know, when when you're doing it by default, it looks drunker than a drunkman putting things. 
putting things up. It's uh, oh my, it's atrocious, and there are so many atrocious, atrocious things in that game. Um, to, in the UI, it's just ugh. But thankfully, mods can sort us out, so that's okay. Um, but the, you know, the game, the game, the storyline itself was okay. It's nowhere near as engaging as Baldur's Gate. Um, well, the, the main reason I was going to ask you is, yeah. um, well, obviously because you missed out on all the all the shenanigans yes. from last week, yeah. I was hoping to get your reaction this time for for the announcements. Oh, an update eighteen and things. Yes. So first of um, all, I've got I've got I've got a little list to go through. Okay. Same as yesterday, uh, last week rather. Okay. So what do you think of the new ships? Uh, okay, Python Mark Two. It looks nice. It looks very, very nice. Um, I'll be interested to see how it differs from the Python Mark. Well, the current Python. Um, yeah. it says why? It's why it's different? Yeah. Why? Why do we have a Python Mark II and not a? Why is it a Python Mark II and not a new ship name? Um, you know, that's intriguing because um, you know, like, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Um, but it look it looks damn nice. I'll just be interested to see what it's like as a as a day to day runner kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be interested to see because I know they said that all of the ships are variations on current ones rather than say getting a Merlin. Yes, um, well, you wouldn't want a Merlin anyway. <laughs> you might. Hey, I want a planetary shuttle. Oh, just just why? What a waste of development time that would be. No. I actually I have a very valid reason for wanting a planetary shuttle. Oh, I I want a sh- I want a spaceship without a frameshift drive, and the reason why I want it is actually tied into crime and punishment because oh, that. So, yeah, you want the Asbo sidewinder. But I, I want the Asbo you know, the Asbo sidewinder, so you can send people out in the Asbo sidewinder, doing their crime and punishment, serving their time, but they can't. You know, is there? You're still doing what you do in Elite. You're playing. You're you're flying a spaceship and you're you're doing things. Yeah, but you ain't gonna get away because you need a fleet carrier or something to take you there. <laughs> um, yeah, and I I really really wish I've always wished we had that kind of behavior. Yeah. Okay. So um, update eighteen, the end of the Titans. The end of the the end of the Titans. Yeah. I will wait, and I'm, I'm again. I'm waiting to see what that's like. I want to see the implementation. Is it going to be the oh the 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 deep core mining stuff? So we're going to essentially deep core mine a, a Titan, or how is it going to be? How is how is it going to be implemented? If it's implemented well and it's exciting and it's good, yay! If it's lazy, boo. <laughs> okay, update nineteen or PowerPlay two point zero. What do you think to that announcement? That's nice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, I'll wait and see. You know, I'm not, I'm not, as you know, I'm not the world's biggest fan of the Postman Patch Simulator. Yeah. Um, I far prefer BGS mechanics. Yeah, but the idea, I think, at this point, is that they're going to rip. Well, they're going to rip out the old gameplay completely and replace it with something else. So, no yeah. more Postman Patch Simulator. So, so you know, when we get it, it could be the next best thing since sliced bread. Or it could just be lazy development. Again, we'll have to wait and see. Okay. And then finally, what do you want update 20 to be? Because they said there's a this last update at the end of 2024. Um, 
they're giving no details, but they say it's something brand new that's never been done on Leap before. What do you reckon? What do I want it to be or what do I think it's going to be? Both. Okay. I want, like I've said ever since we got Odyssey, I want to be running around my spaceship. Yep. I've always wanted it. Um, I think it's a great way of frontier monetizing things. I think it's there's a lot of potential gameplay in there. Let me run around my spaceship, and even more so, let me do EVAs. You know, like in the in the art book that we got for Elite, which we know is you know is old and outdated, but there's a picture of somebody floating outside their spaceship fixing it. I yeah. would love to be able to do that. You know, I would far prefer that kind of gameplay. And that kind of that kind of thing to do, than have an AFMU. Uh, I think that would be so cool, especially because you know if it meant that we could then also go off and say switch off our our power plant and repair that. Yeah, if the auto field maintenance units. Oh right, so you want to replace the with? Yeah. Why do I need an AFMU if I've got my own welding torch and wrench? Yeah, that's what. I, well, yeah. that's what it was. I thought you had an yeah. acu- acronym for something else then, because that no. had "fu" in the end. It's got "fu" in there, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So that—that's what I would like it to be. And how do you feel about the fact that they've actually uh, made an announcement? Because both me and Alec were thinking, well, they're going to end up announcing that the. That update eighteen, and then they'll probably put it in a maintenance mode. I mean, are you surprised yeah, I, by I'm, what? I'm, am I surprised? You know what? I actually kind of am. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I think it's a great thing that they've done that because you know, the, the thing that we've been dealing with is, well, we've got update seventeen, and we don't know what the hell's going off. And we, you know, we've had, we don't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening. At least now we know we're going to get update eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. You know, we at least we know we've got about a year's worth of content. Yeah, at least ahead of us. So you know, it's not a dead game yet, mate. Yeah, yeah, that lot will fill the year, won't it? Oh, um, easily. Yeah, easily. So you know that that's a, that's a very good thing. And frankly, you know, more commitment from from Frontier saying, "Don't worry, guys, it ain't dead yet. We've got a year's worth of content planned out for you." It's probably a bloody good thing. Um, yeah. And it's not something Frontier have really been very proactive at doing. You know, everyone's sort of malaise in the past has been, yeah, we just, you know, we, we've got this bug fix and then we got, we're not expecting nothing. And that can really, that can really make everybody just put everyone down, I can't it? Yeah. I do, yeah, I, there is um, a, le- a level of communication that is needed with a live service game. And yeah. I, I do think that that has been one of Frontier's weakest points. Yeah. Um, and it's always uh, been one of Frontier's biggest points, frankly. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when when people don't hear about that level of communication, that's when the doom starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> notice, notice a lot of them have disappeared. <laughs> oh, you, did you also notice that, you know, even, yeah, even, though they, you, you know, even though they can't complain about that, they're then complaining about, well, you only said it might come out. Oh God, yeah, yes, yeah. we've we've had that. Yeah. Or and oh no, uh, you haven't <laughs> you haven't been grammatically correct with your press statement. Is it coming out before Christmas next year? Has it slipped already? Oh, for God's sake! Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. And Fanart makes a good point in chat, actually, which I guess, you know, I, I have seen mentioned around it, you know, it's yeah. it, it, it's bit of news that has been out there. But yeah, Frontier have engaged a, like a PR firm, haven't they? To... The, reason that, the reason they've done that is because they made, I believe, almost all of the PR, in-house PR redundant. So right. um, okay. the, um, the dead, dead good media who they've um, uh, they've um, who Frontier have outsourced their PR to um, have hired Nathan, who was on the influence management team, and oh, um, Angeli um, Mandalia. I want to say um, Angeli Mandalia, who was one of um, Frontier's main PR people. So it is no, it's no, kind of it's kind funny. of like they're keeping it's it the within guys. the family, but it's just moved it to they're, they're in a different company now. Um, so Frontier so, let their PR people go, hired an outside company who've hired who hired Frontier people. Yeah, no doubt so, for more money than they originally paid them. Uh, well, who uh, who knows? It, it it must be a the more viable for, um situation or the more viable um plan for Frontier to be able to d- d- dip in and out and use the PR as and when they need it rather yeah, than yeah, on a um, full time. Uh, yeah, have them on uh, on the books full time, but then Dead Good Media have got Nathan and Nathan, who is brilliant, and um, I I haven't had as much um, to do with um, uh, Angelie, but she um, heard what she'd been saying. Everyone was um, super super cool to see that what she was doing. So that's really um, that's that's really that's really good. It yeah. was it it's really really it's a real good thing if that's where if that's where they're looking to save the money um from that sort of angle i'm I'm a big fan excellent um yeah right well, that's, that's good to hear uh right uh well let's have a quick look at what I did this week because we're still on we're still on the in and what we did this week um uh in elite dangerous I have decided to go engineering mad I have decided to take the the orange asbo sidewinder. And I've decided to engineer it to something like crazy levels. <laughs> uh, so I went and took it to Palin. We've put the advanced thrusters on it. We've dirty drive the thrusters up to something, uh, to the maximum they can go. And we've now got an orange sidewinder that does 390 uh, meters a second without the afterburners and 550 width. So it... Um, yeah, still doesn't last very well, very long in a conflict zone, though. But uh, it's still fun to fly. I'm now doing the same with an eagle and seeing seeing how much speed I can get out of that thing. So, yeah, um, I'm actually discovering. Uh, I was asking earlier in, in the week about which was the um, the ship builder app which was left. Oh yeah, and it's Etsy, and um, that that thing's fantastic. I mean, I used to work with Coriolis all the time, but um, Coriolis is no longer updated. And I noticed that all the ship stats seem to have changed a little mm-hmm. since since it was updated. So going through Etsy and I've started mucking about with doing ship builds again, I've suddenly realized that my existing ship builds ain't that good. So it's about time to streamline them. And uh, yes, and it's a wonderful Wonderful tool, Etsy. I, I would thoroughly recommend it. Um, and apart from that, well, it's it's a bit of power play, a bit of exploration, and a bit of uh, flying around the the Thargoid um, uh, spire sites at 400, 550 meters a second, which is awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to actually go underneath some of the canopies. You know, it's trying to work out some kind of racing route 
for you. Are so you? if if we can if we can work out a racing route that we can do with the whether the site's active or inactive, Alec, I think that would be a good one. Yeah, I like it. You could do you could do things like it have to do a sort of little loop the loop around one of the landing pads and then or, yeah. You know, I don't know. You've got to start at this particular point. You've got to go under uh, the first two um, big mega barnacles. You've got to then go around certain amounts of routes and then up and round round uh, Spire yeah, Three, I like and Spire yeah, Five. Yeah, one of those places in a ship, yeah. small ship. And to, to, yeah, if, you, if your small ship is fast enough, it's, it's a laugh, especially especially in VR. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that's what I've been doing this week. Um, so, um, as, as there hasn't been any development news this, this week either, I think we'll just head straight over to the community news. And at this point here, I'll hand over to, um, our community consultant, that'd be Alec Turner. Community news. Uh, yes, indeed. What have the community been up to this week? Um, there's a fantastic uh, new high wake video, an absolute gem, an absolute classic of a high wake video. Um, I, I almost can't believe that I haven't, you know, that he hasn't already done this one. But it's it's on the old engineering process and trying to get your your, your little you know bar to go to 100%. <laughs> so I assume we've all seen it. It's... I love threats of violence in cartoons. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah. There's a threat of violence as well. It's good. Quick question, um, Mike. Has he changed his has he changed his character art style in this one? Uh, no, I don't think so. The I, the the um the, the pilot engineer looks different. The engineer yeah, the pilot looks, looks different. They look more human. Oh, than actually, they no, now you mentioned it. Yeah, now you mentioned it. I suppose yeah, it has a bit. It's tightened it up a bit and sharpened it up a bit. Okay, yeah, so it's it, I wasn't sure if it was just me or if it's you know it's, it's like Mandela effects as to what his other characters looked like or <laughs> or what. I literally just hovered over the thumbnail and I was suddenly struck by what you were saying and thought, actually, yeah, it does look a little <laughs> okay, bit. Okay, okay. It's subtle. Um, what else we've got? Deturi's Elite has, it seems to be making one of, one video a week, which is great, actually. Um, this was an interesting one because he, um, <laughs> so he's been very studiously avoiding anything like grind or, you know, and, and engineering and stuff like that. Um but he wanted to show people in the video how to get the pre-engineered FSD. So this is the one that's got double double engineering on it. It's like long range, but faster reboot. And the faster reboot makes it lighter weight. So it's even longer range or something. I can't remember, but it's um, it, it's it's the ultimate frame shift drive, really. Um, and it, it's a little bit tricky to get all the bits for. So he decided to make a video showing you how to get how to get it it's it's interesting that it i can't remember which one it was but there's one material uh, I, I, oh it's um some sort of wake data yeah i can't remember but um <laughs> he, he basically ends up sort of saying i hate this i absolutely hate that i'm going to have to do this but the best way to get this is to go to jameson's cobra um get a load of you know gather up all the materials and then re-log and do it 20 times until you've got 100 and then go to material broker mm. um and when Deturi does that you kind of know that there really is that there's something a bit broken if that's the only way you can get this stupid thing but it's good it's it's usual Deturi really great video great little tutorial um it's about it's a bit longer than the others because it's quite a lengthy process to get this fsd it's about seven minutes long but it's good stuff uh, we have a trailer that um, I spotted just today. Um, so fans of Spatula's 
um, Elite Dangerous sort of comedic videos. Uh, there's a brand new video coming out on the 22nd of um, February called Thunder Dangus, and there's a trailer for Thunder Dangus, which has dropped now. And that looks like the usual spatula nonsense and pretty funny sort of. It's he's done one of these already, but there's kind of a James Bond theme to it. So it's um, if you picture the usual James Bond opening credits sort of thing, it's it's a sort of elite, dangerous, vaguely themed thing like that. It's good. Can't wait for that one. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to uh, actually one, but last thing I wanted to shout out was um, Elite Dangerous have a brand new adventure. Um, that they released this week called The Echo of the Thetis. I think it features the vocal talents of Commander Botherspoon. I'm sure I heard his voice in the background there. Um, and what was really nice, I don't know if anyone saw this, but um, they actually sort of released this on um, Ninja Space Unicorn's birthday live stream. So two of the guys from Elite Dangerous were were on the live stream with, um, with Ninja Space Unicorn talking about their work and about it. And then she played through the whole adventure um looks fantastic so that's the other thing i'm gonna have to do when i get back to the bubble is um, is give this one a go because it looks fantastic and last but least and this is the thing i'm abandoning my exobiology for is um in two weeks i want to say now seven yeah just just, just under two weeks time um the next elite races um live in-game racing event is going to take place 24th of february uh, back at Cayley Barracks and for Eridani, which is this lovely snowy um, starport on the surface of Cayley, uh, of for Eridani. Um, this is going to be SRV racing, so I have to go and I absolutely have to be involved in this. And they have two types of racing. They're going to do some SRV cross events, which is a course sort of around the, the city. It's a nice little looping course around the roadways of the city. And they're going to have some heats and then they're going to have a final. And I think they're going to try and run a team relay as well, which we've done in elite races before where you have teams of two and you you tag your teammate around the course. So that should be a bloody good laugh. And then there's also going to be a SRV rally event, which is a kind of point-to-point race across um, across some of the, the terrain and countryside outside the city. We're going to do a few heats of that as well. And I guarantee it'll be a bloody good laugh and we'll put a link in the show notes for that that's on 24th of feb and that is this week's community news community Excellent. news <laughs> I, I i feel we need a new jingle now don't we, we do need a new jingle we do need a new jingle we'll take we'll take suggestions for community news that would be great Excellent. Right, if you have a, a community event taking place soon and you'd like us to shout out about it across the airwaves, just tweet the crew at Lave Radio or email us at info at laveradio.com. So, what has been happening with the in-game events this week? Well, there's only been a couple. Um, on Thursday, the 8th of February, the Anti-Titan Project was completed. This is the CG. Well, they acknowledged it was completed. It was actually completed about five days earlier. Um, so the anti-Titan project has been boosted by the Thargoid Spire materials. So well done, everybody. I hope you got your your ship skins and things like that. Um, I must admit, I've been, I've been seeing people flying about with a Challenger Pulse, and that looks quite cool. But, uh, yeah, hopefully we might see that in the in the store at some point for the rest of us. Um, and then today, there's been cast- catastrophic earthquakes that strike Ray 3. Now, 
This is, of course, Winter's home system, or president-elect Winter's, and she's gone rushing off there to uh, to see what's happened to her family and um, try and help with the rescue efforts. And this is left that Hudson's still in charge. I've got a sneaking suspicion she won't be back till sometime, oh, I don't know, mid mid this year? June, July, maybe? Wonder why that would be. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's um, that's all there is. Uh, the Thargoid War has uh, has escalated again. Um, the Thargoids are reass- um, reasserting their dominance because, uh, yeah, not as many people I think are um, are defending the systems as they were. Uh, we have now got forty five alerts, thirty three invasions. The number of controlled systems has jumped up to four hundred and forty six There are still seven systems in recovery. however, there's only been one alert and four invasions defended this week, so we're looking at almost five hundred control systems next week, and already um Milstrom Tenaris, which had no control systems, has now got two so um what you're saying, Colin, is we need some way to be able to defeat the Titans. Some something like that, yes. Wow. Okay. Hopefully. Before, before they before they start really swarming us again. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, we might we might get something in the coming weeks. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? If only someone had said something about it. Yes. Uh, one thing that uh, uh, I did notice, though, is that as the as the Thargoids do retake controlled systems, the spire sites do become active again. We thought as soon as they were disabled, that's it, they were gone. No, they do become active again. So, um, yeah, the number of inactive spire sites are falling considerably at the moment. Oh, that's so, good. Oh, I that's mean... great news. So they, they do reactivate. That's fantastic. Yes, they do. So um, that, that's that's more... It, it's not lost gameplay anymore. So, you know... Well, it wasn't lost anyway because you still got other Yeah, ones, it was, but... it was, it was yeah. just slimmer, slimmer oh, pickings. Cool. Yes, the slimmer I like that. Pickings. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's that's where we are with the uh, the Thargoid War. We'll just have to wait and see how things unfold over the next couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, we will take it <laughs> take it from there. Uh, right, what we're going to do is we will take a uh, break, and then we'll come back with our main topic of discussion. Oi, how you doing, my brother? So you run some data, and you left your little sidey, and you're starting to think about maybe a ship that can punch a little bit harder. Well, the killback, the one with the little flappy wings, is just what the doctor ordered. It is multi-crew enabled, and is the smallest ship with a fighter bay, so you can point, and they will do your bidding. <laughs> it's got three utility mounts, two small and two medium hard points, plus a whole batch of compartments. So if you want a bit of fun, grab a killback, my son. Protecting settlements from villainous scum, it's Settlement Patrol Man. The action figure every child wants. Wearing the all-new Manticore Dominator suit with light-up jump assist thrusters. Press his backpack to hear Settlement Patrol Man speak. Not seen you around here before, Commander. Is that a Karma P-15 in your pocket, or are you just pleased to see me? Hey, don't point that at me. When the warm sound Settlement Patrol Man rides into action in his surface reconnaissance vehicle with pop-up turret and glow-in-the-dark wheel trims. Settlement Patrol Man. Surface reconnaissance vehicle and action figure sold separately. Available from branches of Lay Toy Depot and other retailers. Microelectrode, ion battery, and circuit switch not included. Dreams. Humanity's dreams 
the hope to live among stars. From early times, we've gazed up to the heavens and wondered if one day we could travel there, maybe even live there. The Brewer Corporation has made this dream a reality, constructing intricate cathedrals of metal, circling numerous planets across thousands of systems in our human bubble. Why stay rooted in a gravity well when you can be free in orbit, free to dream, free to live, and one day to become a commander and be free to blaze your own trail? Brewer Corporation, the first step into the unknown. Come join us. Be free. From the creators of luggage limpets and passenger lounge suitcase shuttles comes the latest revolution in passenger transportation. The Passenger Cannon. For centuries, circus performers have perfected the technique of being fired from a cannon. Paired with our new memory gel passenger pod impact absorption technology, you too can speed up disembarkation times from your liner by up to 250%. No longer be limited by pad sizes and excessive docking fees with the Passenger Cannon. But how does it all work? First, all passengers will be issued with a passenger pod inflation suit during transit. On approach to your passenger's destination, simply fill the inflation suit with our patented impact-absorbing memory gel. Then, once in a stable position in proximity to the destination, effortlessly slide them into the disembarkation chamber ready for launch. The passenger cannon is now available in both gimbaled and turreted varieties to make aiming elementary. Make your liner one of the top 1% in the galaxy. Buy a passenger cannon today. Warning, passenger cannon must not be operated on high-gravity planets or near geezers. New from Azimuth Biotech, it's Tickle Me Thargoid. Tickle Me Thargoid is fun for all the family. Teach your little anti-Xeno commander the difference between an Orthrus and a Cyclops, a Basilisk and a Medusa. Count the hearts. One, two, three, four. It's a Cyclops. Teach them their weakness and how to exploit them. Now rip out the hearts. One by one. I don't want to. Do it. Using the tool. Do it. Now stomp on its face. Smash its face in. I've got them. Tickle Me Thargoid. Available now from branches of Lave Toy Depot and other retailers. And welcome back. I was just waiting for the Thargoid to die properly there. We have our question of the week. We asked for everybody's feedback. And yeah, the question of the week was, uh, what do you think of uh, Frontier Unlocked? Um, so we've, we've had a few responses. So let, let, I will start with uh, uh, Elvis Kremen. 
the, the legend that is Elvis Kremen. Uh, he says he loved the new format. While I only play Elite out of Frontier's catalogue, Arf and Holly were amazing on the stream together. Oh, boys, have Commander's got a great year of content coming. So excited to see what the other three variants are that that we're getting. And a brand new feature. Woohoo! Has he cool. just given me the middle finger in the chat? No, yeah, no. I think I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what he was doing. I think it's his. It's his joystick. Yeah, probably his joystick. Probably that. Okay, fair enough. If probably he, that. He, mm-hmm. he wants mm-hmm. to demonstrate his joystick, then that's that's fine. I, I think it's his joystick. <laughs> yeah. No. As, for a visual gag for anyone on the podcast. He's typing. Yeah, he's, he's made comma, a middle comma, finger comma, out of ASCII. That's basically no, what it is. It's comma, comma, pipe, comma, comma. Wow. Just just to make sure that yeah. everybody knew Ben. Thanks, right? Thanks, Ben. He, the podcast listeners might not know what he did. Incredible. Incredible. Um, yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Agreed entirely. Um, wait, Commander Andrew Johnson um, got in touch as well and said, nice to see some of the other games that I wouldn't usually see. To be honest, the, the Elite stuff was a lot more in-depth than I expected with this year's plan clearly set out, which I think is a really cool thing that people were seeing games maybe that they wouldn't normally see. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good too. Yeah, I must admit, I never really clicked with um, with the planet zoo but actually after seeing it uh i am i was tempted and then there was the steam steam sale this week and final Mm -hmm. fantasy 7 crisis core was on sale so okay (laughs) that's that's me uh i've got a comment from george hat who says um i've not played elite in over six months due to burnout with the game among other things the news about new ships, new features, and PowerPlay rework has got me looking forward to getting back into Elite once again. Brackets provided I get over my current Baldur's Gate obsession. Baldur's Gate, what's that, Genie? You're going to have to let me know, mate. You're gonna, we'll have to talk about it at length, bud. Is it all I see when I'm when I open Steam? I open Steam. Guaranteed, the only other person that I see playing Baldur's Gate at the moment, at the times that I fucking play, is but is um, uh, Genie. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, I like the fact I, I do. Um, I, I do. See, I have seen people um, interested in coming back to yeah. me, and we've seen it with some content creators as well coming back and playing, um, playing Elite Two, which is nice. Yeah, I'm mentioning yeah. no names, but I've seen a few few people in my friends list that are like, oh, "You're playing Elite again, aren't you? That's interesting." <laughs> Look at you logging yeah. in. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. when you said that you weren't even going to pick it up ever again. <laughs> I I see you. You are seen. We can see you in that little friends list there. <laughs> No comment about certain people, yeah. No, no, no. We know we, we don't. We're not going to name names, but we're just going to no. see them. Splitters. We we see you. We know what you did. Splitters. Actually, oh, where's the popular elite fan club? Oh, he's over there. Live <laughs> 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 radio remembers. You know, it was actually it was lovely to the um, to the day. I was playing another space game. And just a random person on that that server was like, "Hang on, are you Edelweiss from Live Radio?" Yes. We chatted at Frontier Expo. It was great. And then we spent about another half hour afterwards just talking about Elite in this other space game with lots Amazing. of other commanders, and it was lovely. Awesome. And I was oh. I, I was legitimately saying Elite is probably in the best place it's been 
for quite a few years now. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, mm, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, Ben, it's your bit. Has Claire done hers? Uh, not Claire, Alec. Yeah, yeah. I've done mine. Yeah, yeah. He's just done his, yeah. Uh, so it's Commander Z. Uh, it'll be more interesting to see how episode two goes. They were always going to give uh, big elite news for episode one. Uh, will we get elite news at the same level each time? I suspect not. But it was a good start. Hoping Power Play 2 brings cohesive play with on-foot stuff as well. I 100% agree on oh, all God. of that. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see PP2 with on-foot stuff as well. That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there might not be any Elite problem. news in the next <clears throat> episode because, you know, they've, they've announced the news. It's probably too soon oh. to give us a deep dive <laughs> on PP2. Alex, uh, I don't... Say, don't say this is the only news we're going to get no, for no, the no, next no, year. No, 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 no. No, but so, I mean... Uh, what we, what we when might is it? get... Two weeks? It, it's, it, it's two weeks. So it's the end of... Um, the end of... Of February. So what we might get is we might get a, um, a a section dedicated to the new stuff that's out because that's um, the, the new stuff has just come out. But that's, there's nothing to say that the following one, I would expect to see some in February. In March, I'm not expecting to see any elite news. I'm hoping that, yeah. to see Planet Coaster 2 announced, but that's like <laughs> my own personal fantasy and that's never, ever going to happen. But um, it's... Yeah, I'm not, I th- I'm not I even think... in the hope, but <clears throat> but I think it's it, it, uh, it's I think it's important to um, say that not not necessarily no news is good news, but if they don't have anything to say, they're not going to include it, and that's the point of the frontier unlocked. It certainly yeah. won't be under the elite dangerous category. And, and I think also, you know, and 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 some um, some elite fans that were in the chat of that first stream should sort of brace for impact here. Um, there are going to be episodes of Frontier Unlocked that are far more focused on other games than Elite. You know, there's going to be times when there isn't much Elite news and maybe there is a lot of Planet Coaster news or whatever, and and that will have the big feature thing. And, I'm, I, you know, I'm absolutely fine with that. It's not mm. like it's it's not like every episode of Frontier Unlocked is going to have a big thing on Elite because that's the best game they do. You know, it's, it's, it's not... But it is it the best game they do. Well, it is. It's we not. know that, but... <laughs> okay, it's it's, it's no, arguably not and demonstratively not. But... So yeah, but we might be you're biased. right. I, I forgot we've I've forgotten we've got the um we've got update eighteen coming really soon now. So yeah, really will yeah. soon. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, cool. yeah. So not this week, but next week we'll be able to discuss it. Nah, nah, it won't be coming out on that time. It'll be, it'll be late. It'll be late. We won't even have had a moment to experience it. Yeah, we all know it. We all know it's coming out like on the Wednesday. <laughs> no, they'll delay it on purpose just to spite us. They will. Nah, they don't give a shit yeah. about us. It's just coming out on the Wednesday. You know that. We all know that. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. I mean, Power Play Two. Yes, I'm hoping that it it does include everything from uh from ship combat all the way down to even personal combat or even personal deliveries we've got no idea what's in it i we can only hope that it is i did say one thing that on the forums i said that after the um after the way that the thargoid war has been handled now i'm not on about the glaive or the authoress which are my two big sticking points but the actual mechanics of how the thargoid war works was really well done i you know it's very impressive how they managed to get mm. the the war to work uh in the background sim and 
just the fact they've managed to do that, that has given me a lot more confidence that Power Play 2 will be far superior than Power Play 1. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, seemed, it seems pretty likely they're going to work that in, doesn't it? You can see somebody going, hang on a minute, we could use this to do Power Play. Mm. So, yeah. Well, as I said, Power Play will be able to discuss when they give us more information. Uh, but I have uh, Safira here. Um, objectively, a solid format. Uh, an efficient way to present the news of all their games. Uh, great idea. Got nothing against it. Personally, I don't have much interest in the other games, so I'm probably not going to watch live. I'll only watch the Elite part and the video on demand afterwards. So, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I think that that's been kind of a theory for a lot of people, wasn't it? I think a lot yeah, of people I'm, just. I, I confess I've in. done that. I, yeah. I, I haven't watched the rest of the show. I... That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Maybe that's great. maybe everyone should feel like that. <laughs> maybe everyone <laughs> should take that advice. Those people who only wanted to see certain bits of news, maybe they should have taken that advice. Yeah, I, mean, I think a lot of people actually tuned in for that was because this was the one where we were going to get the elite. Yeah, information it, it wasn't the, good timing yeah. for me. I mean, I, I like these things. I would gladly have watched the hour. It just wasn't um, on when I was free. And then, you know, after the fact, there's not much point me, for example, watching a VOD of Planet Coaster stuff because watching it live is fun because there's other people there and there's a bit of a, you know, vibe going on. And But, um, yeah, I'm not going to watch. Sorry, I'm not going to watch the other game stuff after the fact because it's not that interesting. Yeah. Sure, what? absolutely. Um, yeah, we had um, Silas Wesley who um, said, um, I do miss the longer dedica- dedicated streams. We found the one. Um, I personally preferred Ed Lewis's format of old. Oh, no, I'm so sorry that you enjoyed that. But I'm just grateful that they're broadcasting something given the circumstances. I mean, I I can't take it back. I said similar last week. I like those old Ed streams. I'm not saying I like them better. They were, they're obviously completely different, but yeah, I really enjoyed the old Ed Lewis streams too. So uh, there's two of us, Silas Rizzi. Wow. You See, the, thing, the thing with the Ed streams were, was that there was a lot of content actually coming out at the time. The main problem with the streams after Ed left was it, it just coincided with a content drought. And yeah. I remember poor Stephen and Will, they were that left trying to fill two hours of Yeah, they had some awkward streams, didn't thing. they? Yeah. Yeah. The best thing about Ed streams was his, his biscuit quiz on a Friday lunchtime. Oh, yeah, I'm so glad that we've missed out on not having that biscuit quiz anymore. That's <laughs> it was really amazing! It was great. Jesus It was just Christ. fun! It's a different world that you guys lived in during that time. I watched that and I was like, world. oh, my God. That's only uh, five years ago. He, Ed, oh. Ed resurrected the, the, his lunchtime quiz with his dad. Good for him. Uh, during COVID. Good. And it was lovely. I'm glad. I'm glad that you had a lovely time with it. it it's just not my cup of tea, and that's also fine because I can choose we not to watch. We also cup of tea because you had to donkey biscuits. You know what? That's fine. Unless you're Tyler Gunn, when he dunked it in a great warm water. Great. I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it so much. Just not my cup of tea. <laughs> not my cup of tea. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's Paul Archer agrees. The biscuit review rocked. Great. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that anyway, you enjoyed it. Moving on. We, we did. <laughs> Tala, Tala says, loved it. To be honest, 
While I didn't hate the old format, this way it felt like there was a lot of important and interesting stuff they got to talk about, and it felt less like they had a lot of dead air to try and fill. Yeah, as discussed, yeah. Two hours when there's no news is uh, every week. Was it two hours every week? Oh, God. Yeah. They, anyway. they used well, to do people it. People would do that. It used to do. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. But they used to do like an hour one time a week, and then in the same week they do two shows for like an hour, an hour and a bit. Yeah, a lot, isn't it? God, who would stream consistently over multiple, multiple days? That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> While also doing another day job, I should count <laughs> Oh, is it? Is, is it me? Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got Caprica 14. It is 14, it's not XIV, is it? I believe it, I would imagine I believe, it would be 14. Oh, don't start on the Roman yeah. numerals again. I've been discussing the Roman numerals in the um, uh, Elite Racer Olympics title all week. Those Romans, what have they done for us lately? Oh, just, uh, just right. Nice and sufficient is is the comment. Straight to the point, as the other Frontier games do interest me. Uh, would love to see the stream ending credits with stellar screenshots of the month, i.e. fifty to 40 to 50 slides, <laughs> say three minutes. So they're sort of like playing the art gallery, Tony Hart art gallery music in the background. Do the other games do anything equivalent to stellar no. screenshots? No. Okay. Um, they, the... Um... The uh, Planet Zoo used to share um, like Steam Workshop pages of like Workshop Zoos that people had done or Workshop builds because that's more of a um, more of a thing. They did would would occasionally share screenshots just like haphazardly when people uploaded screenshots, they'd retweet them. It wasn't like a, um, oh, we'll pick the best and send out stuff. Yeah, okay. Unle- a unless they were doing like a pride for, um, thing or something like that, you know. It's a great forum thread for Jurassic. Um... Jurassic World screenshots actually which sometimes look amazing. I was just thinking, yeah, it'd be quite funny to actually have a kind of slideshow where you deliberately alternate through all the different games. That would blow people's minds. It would be like an elite game screenshot and then yeah, and they'd have to have the logo in the bottom corner and then people would still go, Is this really dangerous? That's what you sound like when you say shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it would be lovely for seeing a love you know, some kind of lo- lovely zoo or lovely fluffy animal or whatever. Yeah, or a I'm, snake. Yeah. Um, or or a spaceship, or a yeah. or a coaster, and the builds you can do in Planet Coaster. Because I mean, the stuff you can build, and these games, all of these games look bloody beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you could actually a have way a... to show this off would be nice, actually. Yeah, so you have a picture of a uh, of a planet zoo cobra, and then obviously next picture will be a cobra Mark Three, and the next one will be a roller coaster that looks like a cobra. And then you'd have a have a T Rex or something or a Velociraptor. And the, but then there'd be the opening to the de- the pits of hell or some <laughs> kind of thing from Warhammer, uh, <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. Snake headed people, yeah. You that, know what? That, that, you yeah. know what? It wouldn't. It, I don't think that would be that bad. I think that would be really fun. I think that would be really fun. Just like show, just showing off what people are doing in their yeah. games would be a really nice sort of sort It'd of focus. Be nice but then do the. The end credits kind of thing or something. For, absolutely. Um, but then it, it, that that kind of thing does take a big chunk out of somebody's day, like cu- curating all of that. And I don't know if they've no- you've noticed, but they've got rid of a lot of people. Maybe they'd have to hire somebody to take it on. <laughs> going to need a social media manager specifically just to do that each week, <laughs> each month. Um, but yeah, it, it, yeah. That, that's a relatively large undertaking to keep an eye on that and um, grab that. 
um, grab all of those and then make sure that each one has got the game logo on as well. It's not um, as as wonderful as it sounds, it's not a five minute job and it would be constant as well because you'll be picking them through. You'd have to like dip in and pick them throughout the month because social media um where where these things get posted nowadays um i'm looking at you elon it like it's so fucky <laughs> that you could lose it really quickly yeah yeah but it's a wonderful idea and i love the idea mm-hmm. yeah um we had uh, oh no go ahead i was just wondering actually um chris mark four is, uh, is talking about the f1 game how pretty is f1 um it's all right it is quite pretty. I think the only problem I've got with it is the the crashes are crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the crashes are really bad. Okay. They, they they are incredibly, um, yeah, crap. They were worse in the first game. Oh my god! They was were that so much. Yeah, they were worse in the first game, but they are crap still. Um, one of the one of the big selling points of um twenty. 20- yeah um f1 manager 23 was that it was supposed to be a little bit more um the crashes were supposed to be a little bit more um, engaging and they're like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot better than just like running into a wall and no it's really not (laughs) it's really not um there's a lot of there's a lot of fundamental flaws that still exist within that game and it's really it's really frustrating because it has the potential to be great um but i I just i just don't think Hmm. I don't know that Frontier or the right studio. Wouldn't you no. love to see that in the patch notes? Better crashes. I mean, who hasn't enjoyed crashing roller coasters, for example? It's not the Cobra engine, first and foremost. Um, and obviously everyone has. You make a murder tunnel and then you kill all of the people. Those are normal normal things for normal it's humans to do. It's just a regular do. thing to do, isn't it? It's a regular thing that regular yeah. humans do, not ones with murder <laughs> fantasies. Well, people 100%. want to... People want to design a race car that decapitates a driver after. <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> no, because those are real imagine, people and not crazy avatars. Oh, that'd be amazing! Though, having a tunnel that just like decapitates decapitate something. No, we're not building <laughs> race tracks in F one. That'd be amazing, though. Jesus, <laughs> wild. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a little. Right, okay, Claire. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine with that. We can move on. Happy Moon Monkey <laughs> says that they are overjoyed at the power play update because um existing power play is just a stalemate and doesn't fit with existing elite mechanics. New ships are great. Increase new slash old player eng- engagement. Four is brilliant. Now just release one more a year in future years. I don't need them personally, but I recognize that they enhance many people's perception of the game. Very slick professional stream. Like the joint format, even if it just proves to Frontier how rabid elite fans are. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily have used the word rabid, but that's fine. No, I like rabid. That's good. <laughs> Oh, it's me. Ultra Snail. Um, unless we have anything. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, Ultra Snail says, um, I am not convinced about the new format, but I'll sit through stuff I'm not interested in to get to the bit I am if I have to. Or you could just watch the VOD later. So it's not the best for me, but I totally get the concept and cross-marketingness. I can invent words like the best of them. <laughs> all of the elite news is excellent, however, inspires hope for the future, which is really all I could hope for. New ships are going to be great, not just for something to aspire to, but also for the whole immersion. I mean, um, 
Are you imagining a world where we hadn't had a new car model in five to six years? Yeah, we keep coming back to that car model thing. There's there's now wrong with loads of different types of car. Um, now, whether I'll end up flying the new ships much is all dependent on their characteristics. Hopefully, they'll continue with the theme as they have. There is no one ship that is clearly the best. It all depends on balance and your own personal style. However, the new Python does look good. Here, here, it sure does. Yeah, every time, I mean, I've been looking over the Python again. I still don't know where people have got 14 hard points from. What? Yeah. I thought it was 13. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was only, th- I mean, only 13. Either way. Both <laughs> of those numbers are stupid numbers. That can't be right. It's definitely not right. No, that's nonsense. Funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting. I mean, maybe we'll save this for another time, but it is interesting thinking about the variants. I, I find myself dismiss- thinking about what, it, what they could be variants of. And dismissing an awful lot of ships, you know, I, I sort of dismiss the crates because there's already two. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I mean? And and then there's the gunship, the dropship, and the, well, it won't be another variant of those because we've got three of those. And it'll be a chieftain because because of. Oh, well, we've already got three of those. I've given a, up on the chieftain when he's still. Got a challenger and a. We don't oh, need another one of those. Well, what about a big one? What about a, what about a re- big alliance ship? Or I what a variant of. Uh, Anaconda Mark II. Yes, I was wondering no, about the Anaconda. Well, not not necessarily like the Anaconda Mark II, but I'm thinking like a, a chunky version of a chieftain, like a big an, version of a chieftain. Sized chieftain. On an anaconda-sized chieftain that is reliant on you being um you having a specific oh, rank the... within the alliance. Oh yes. Um so what like what 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 was the one that what was the one that Chris said? Um Conqueror, like the Alliance Conqueror, something along those lines? That would wouldn't that be something of a departure for variants? It's like isn't the aren't variants basically the same I suppose it doesn't have to be, but it feels like it's the same basic what Shape. would you call it? If it was car, you'd say it's the same chassis and then you stuck a different body on it and it feels I'm just like, gonna say you've got the iPhone and the iPhone XL, etc. I don't yeah, know that they could just why make can't a you have a chieftain XL? Ship. That seems like that would, things would go wrong. Because surely with variants, they're trying to save work. So there's there's whole bits of the design of the ship that they're not having to redo, I assume, with variants. I assume it's a lot easier. I don't know, because, I mean, look, the, that... the Chieftain 2 looks very different. The pi- yeah, the Python. Yeah, looks, the Python too. Sorry, it it looks not. It looks just enough like a Python to make it recognisable as a Python. Yeah. Okay. I see. I hadn't really thought of it that way. Why mm. do variants then, rather than just brand new ships? Mm. Because it's easier to do variants. To be honest, there's only so many snake names in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see Sharp's already on the chat rooms going the Adamark 2, Adamark 3. <laughs> Please uh, go get help. <laughs> you need it. Uh, to, uh, yeah, I'm trying to actually engineer the the, um, the adder that I've got. Um, I'm trying to engineer it to make it decent. And I can't. It's just no. <laughs> it's like it's like driving the mystery machine with a smaller engine. It, oh, just no. Um, <laughs> shall I shall I go on to Commander Nears? Yes, before I start off on another rant. Oh, is this something you're wanting to say, Psychic, or are you? No. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Commander Nears is saying I'm op- I'm feeling more optimistic about the game. New ship, va- new ships, even if variants are amazing to get added, given how long it's been since the Mamba. 
also getting also PowerPlay getting some much needed love is too great. Sorry, two is great. Uh, the whole thing does make maintenance mode no longer seem just around the corner. I'm looking forward and hoping that they're able to hit their goals for this year for Elite. Yes, 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 yes. Excellent. I mean, <laughs> everybody's now coming up with new ship names. Oh, <laughs> Air Hunter still wants the the Panther Clipper, but no, it's, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, it is. We'll get it. We'll get it eventually. Not this year. We'll get it eventually. <laughs> Probably uh, the probably I, uh, the last thing that we get before the servers go down. We'll get it for a week. <laughs> we'll get it for a week before they sell, before they sunset the game, and they'll be like, "Well, you wanted it." <laughs> stop. Yeah. Stop moaning. Anyway, um, yes. So I've got a little big in here. He says he enjoys the new format. Um, I think with the current situation, it makes a lot of sense. The ED news was interesting. Looking forward to seeing more about the new ships. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for a large alliance ship, which follows the design language of the chieftain. What, <laughs> what was what was that we were just saying? Freaky. Were people reading ahead? No, 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 no. I live with him, so we've had this conversation. That was the reason. <laughs> that was the reason I brought it up because we have had this conversation. Like he's um, him, him talking about the the conqueror just being because it's another line of the. Um, another tank name isn't it like another large tank name so we can yeah we can do that oh it'd be nice if we got something like a scarab mark ii or a scorpion mark ii i mean that's ships i'd I'd love that i'd love that it did say ships just saying i still want a speeder biking game everybody wants to speed a bike who doesn't want a speeder bike (laughs) i don't know i don't know that i do I don't know. I've ever. I've. I've never really understood why people want a speeder bike. Well, like because a hover bike or something. I, well, I, well, I want to reenact that scene from the Battle of Endor. Yeah, you're going to need forests from that way. Yeah, I, I can live with that. Give me trees as well. I'm, I'm happy with that. Mind you, because everyone's looking at the skimmers and thinking, well, if you replace the bit yeah. in the center with a cockpit, that works for me. Give me a skimmer. Yeah. I can, give me a skimmer that I can drive around. In. Where I'm coming from when I think about the kind of things I do in the SUV, flying any kind of hover vehicle or hover, it's just going to be so boring to drive. <laughs> Isn't yeah, it? This is, this is you. <laughs> yeah, this is this is you who flies more than anybody else. Yeah, I know. I know. I am biased there, but it's just, yeah. I don't see the challenge of flying a hover thing. It's just... <laughs> That's so works for me. Works for okay. me, hundred percent. But well, also, you lot are weird. I'm off to. You could probably, you could probably also <laughs> launch it as well. Well, again, yeah. that's something we've all. I've, I think we've all dreamed about is being able to launch our SRVs without actually having to land. Oh God, oh, yes, please, God. please yeah. let us drop our yeah. SRVs from a hovering ship. How hard can it be? There, oh, here we go. Yeah, oh, where do we get? 9.56. Amazing. That's the latest time I think we've managed to get to. Yeah, so uh, Alex wants to dump SRVs. I think... Uh... <laughs> I want to go heli skiing. I want to drop my SRV on top Everybody of mountains get... that you can't land on. That'd be amazing. Or let me just jump out. I mean, we've got jetpacks. Let me do a halo jump. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what we're doing when we're doing the frontline solution stuff, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that um, oh, I, I would love that. So you could actually just drop 
people like yeah. um Look, i can code it bombs. for you now so so we're currently the, 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 the deploy srv buttons disabled you make it not disabled when you click it it just needs to go are you sure you haven't landed you hit yes it drops it and then the ship does its normal thing of dismissing itself off just, into orbit job yeah. done what what it would there be a a height limit on that because you could do you could do i i, yeah, I think <laughs> I, I, call, I, call that, I call that boring it yeah, really doesn't I mean, need to be, but you could yeah. do if you wanted to be boring. No, I, I th- as Claire says, do it for orbit. Oh, oh, I, I've got an idea. How about this? If you, you can then start a game called Space Curling, where you're flying a ship along and you drop an SRV and it rolls along, <laughs> and it's the closest person to the outpost wins. Wow. Yeah, that works. Other players can dive in and knock on the not, SRV. Not Oh, I like I like the idea of those explosions. Those explosions yeah. will be fun. Bombing settlements with SRV deployment. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yes, right. Oh Ben, I guess we're on to you then. Yeah, I mean, we've obviously we talked about this at the beginning of the show for us. Well, when you were asking me about us, but it's just something that you know, the guys were talking about jo- watching the whole stream, so they got their Elite Dangerous skin. Uh huh. And I was just wondering, could you get like a, a, a I don't drops know, for a, different a, games? Yeah, drops for yeah, other games. Yeah, obviously you can have drops for other games. Does Elite do that? Does Frontier do that? Yeah, um, they've done it for. Um, they did it for the when they the, the Realms of Ruin release had drops. Mm. Um, I don't know that they've ever done Twitch drops for Planet Zoo. I no, can't can think I of a time that they've that ever done something like that. But there's nothing stopping them from doing it. Like you can do it for any game. It all you have to do is um, make the have the uh, contract written out with Twitch, and also um, providing that the the creator that has those drops enabled, which is also part of like the the thing that you sign up with Twitch, is playing that specific game. So that's the reason why um, Frontier Unlocked, they despite were, having yeah. all of the games it was playing under the Elite category, was because it was it, they, they needed to have those um, drops but enabled. Do does Planet Coaster, Planet Zoo, etc. have? I don't know, like a, a, a um, albino tiger skin, or could it have that? Oh, but potentially, potentially I, it could. There's no reason why why they wouldn't. But I, I think they'd probably be more likely to do something like a um, well, a specific a hat skin, or a specific um, or like a specific, oh, specific balloon NPC that hat. you couldn't. Uh, yeah, like yeah. an NPC hat or a balloon or a different piece of clothing that your in-game avatar could wear. Yeah. Something like that. That would be that would be where I would lean towards with it doing rather than a specific skin for an animal. Mm-hmm. It did do it for that would, be, that would work for both, wouldn't it? Would it do? Can I don't know. Can Planet Zoo and Planet Coaster share share assets? I don't know. I don't know. Planet yeah. I, I, Planet Coaster hasn't had an update for God knows how long. Come on, Planet Coaster two. Um, but I don't. I don't know. Well, F one had. Um... They had new suits that you could claim from Twitch, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. It, so for the for the weird for the Las Vegas one, there was an Elvis suit, that, a bit like that, <laughs> the one Max wore. You could yeah. claim the Elvis suit for your uh, for your F one team, which I, I I think I've got them all. So <laughs> it's yeah, just Twitch a bit bizarre. Great. Twitch drops are Twitch drops yeah. are great, and it's a great way to sort of. Um, 
raise engagement with um creators and community and things that and and things like that just um it's just, it's just a really it's really um fun way to um engage with stuff and the way that frontier do it with elite i think is really cool i'd love to see them do it with some of their other games i'd love to see something in um in planet planet zoo maybe jurassic world as well Ju- jurassic world you could definitely do dinosaur skins um like jurassic world um evolution for sure but um i don't know whether you could do whether it would be prudent to do animal skins like uh, for animals that actually exist nowadays you do get get, though you know albino animals for example i I, i'm not entirely sure to be completely honest I don't know that they. I don't know that they do. I think they have some variation in yeah. like the new, the newborn skins and stuff. But I don't know that it is quite as in depth as oh, occasionally there's an Albert, Ab- albino um, mm. that's born like on a very very. Oh yeah, it, no, no, it, it would feel thing. it would feel like a really really strange. Yeah, not not straight. It would feel like a little tiny bit of a. A waste in on the art team's time, given how um how rare those kind of circumstances are. But Do you know what I mean? Got, yes, but if it got like a bajillion people to buy and watch the stream, might it be worth? I don't, it? I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't know necessarily know. that that would be that would be the case. But for a for a hat or a, a different mm. hat that people could buy from Hats Fantastic or something like that. Oh, yeah, purple hats or something like that. Yeah, yeah, a purple hat, a purple shirt. I know there's like a pink plaid or a, a plaid shirt that you can get or a different shirt that you could do yeah. different colours on. Um, I think that would be that'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. Be really interesting. Um, but yeah, there's loads of loads of different ways that you could implement it. I think there is a fee that you have to pay to Twitch to be able to get oh, right. it so it like twitch never fucking it's amazon it does nothing for free but um <laughs> um your rent it's actually about how much money mm-hmm. uh say say a two-hour twitch stream actually costs twitch yeah yeah the uh, hemorrhaging money whoa keep watching us make um yeah. make, him, make him lose money <laughs> you, amazon. What, like watch us on twitch man twitch.tv slash slave radio <laughs> do it cost him money um <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that brings us to the end of the question of the week. Um, a lot of responses there. Thanks to everybody who uh, took their time out to respond. Very nice of you. Very kind. Um, well, we actually have a mostly clueless thing, which came from Commander Turkarov. Um And yeah, I didn't know about this one. <laughs> this, this one is up there with the night vision on when you lose your, uh, your canopy, this one. <laughs> Except it's not a bug. No, it's not. It's, 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 a, it's a genuine thing. So last night, he this, this, he quotes, last night, an issue came up that reminded me of a well-hidden but useful feature in outfitting. This allowed hard points to be deinstalled without the animation, as well as rapid deinstallation of a set of modules from your ship all in one operation. This is possible using the stored multiple functionality in outfitting. So in the outfitting main view, do not select any of the hard points or modules that you're uninstalling. At the bottom of the main view left-hand menu, select stored modules. At the bottom of the stored modules left-hand menu, select store multiple. You are then presented with a collapsed list of all the module checkboxes. Expand and select the modules that you wish to bulk store. You can then expand multiple categories and select modules from multiple categories simultaneously. You then just then 
uh, you can then, with just one button, immediately uninstall all the selected modules without any of the animations. I wish I'd known that. That's quite good. Last weekend. I didn't know that. That's one I didn't know. It's funny, I yeah. did know it, but I've never used it. And hearing the description of how it works, it's like, oh, that's neat. I like that. Hmm. Yeah, but the, the thing about this was is that, um, as I was going through all my outfitting on Saturday, it was, it was getting a bit tedious, you know, yeah. just flipping everything in and out. And, uh, yeah, that would have been handy. And I think this is know. one of those features that got moved in the Odyssey, you know, new user interface. And, and I'm not sure I would have gone to stored modules with the expectation of being able to take stuff off my ship. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. I'll have to have a look at that now. So, um, we're just going to quickly move over to any other business. Um, Claire? Hey, um, yeah, um, completely, obviously nothing to do with Elite, because um, why would I talk about anything to do with Elite in any other business? Um, I am critically aware that I am coming to the end of um, Mass Effect, and I'm really, really enjoying story games. Um, and um, games with an incredible story, preferably long-form games or even short-form games, happy for either. Um, I would love some recommendations for people for the next game that I can get my teeth into and cry over. Um, please, by all means, um, by all means, do so and get in touch because I would, I would really, really like that. I'd really like to know um, another game that um, is going to make me feel stuff and make me think, oh, this game is absolutely phenomenal and one of the greatest games that I've ever played because um, I have not played a lot of RPGs or story games or things like that and I have missed out and I need to rectify that. Final Fantasy 15, Final Absolutely Fantasy the fuck not. Not a chance. <laughs> Final Fantasy 12, Final Fantasy 8. I might play, I might play um where when the the Final Fantasy the 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 next one, the the one that the re, the remastering thing that they're doing when that comes out, that one I'm kind of half tempted by. Uh sort of. Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, the 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 whole remake. Well, yeah. It was the remake one. Have you played that one through? No, no, of course I haven't. I've not played right. anything. Right, okay. Fair enough then. Um yeah. Uh I, I think in order to get the best experience, it's probably better to play the, that one first and then move on to the other one. But, All right, uh, okay. Yeah. It, you, don't get, you won't get the feels if you just played the, other, uh, the, the one that's coming out in May. Okay. Just to, just to let you know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 15 broke me just as much as it broke uh, as Mass Effect did. Oh, just crikey. saying. Mm. I wasn't expecting to Final Fantasy 15 um, was my first Final Fantasy since 7 and I thought I wasn't going to like it it was it was cheap I got it on a sale on the uh, uh, on the on Steam and two almost 300 hours in that game that that's how good it was for me I, I wasn't expecting it that's just that's my recommendation but yeah <laughs> weird one uh right we'll also mention uh, a certain chris mark four he has a radio show at black diamond fm uh at 12 uh 12 p.m on a sunday morning very useful way uh, to listen to when you're cooking um someone's chicken dinner but uh and you might have some familiar names sending in suggestions for him to play 
No, it's really good. It's really good. I highly recommend that you watch it. He's a coward for not making it the whole three hours. It shouldn't be two. It should be three hours of his time. And he knows that I feel this way about it. Coward. Coward, Chris. <laughs> Chris's show's meant to be three hours and he only does two. Yeah, it's meant to be three it's hours. Two hours. It's so slacking. I'm really disappointed in it. Oh, yeah. What a slacker. And if you could, coward. If you could send him some of the more obscure <laughs> songs, <laughs> the bit I think he was he was searching for ages for the one that I requested. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Anyway, um, so that that's Chris. Uh, Top shift will be returning next week. Um, I'm doing a a special Top shift on the on what's been happening lately. Uh, and yes, Claire, um, obviously. You've got your schedule for your stream this week up, mm-hmm. up and about somewhere. Thursday so, yes. Elite, as always. Excellent. Right. Um, is that it? Has anybody else got any any other business they wanted to quickly discuss? No? Apart from apart from someone's cowardice? Howard. <laughs> These three hours. You're lazy. Lazy on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, hang on. Is somebody having to pick up? No. So, so what? It's just like... Silence. Just get out for an hour. Silence for an hour. The sound of the crisp packet rustling in the quiet. I am winding him up a lot. Right. The pop of a champagne cork and the sounds of quiet sipping. We got the audio. We've got radio of watching paint and dry. Yeah, pretty much. Are we actually still on air? Because he's in charge of all the tech stuff today and he just cut us off. Chris is just like, fuck it. <laughs> just saying, guys. He stepped in at the last minute to come a Commander Ventura and then all he's getting is him kind of grief. Oh, have you given Norman some love, actually? I've... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think he's saying we're bleating on too much. Uh, quite. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's do some shout-outs then. Uh, a sister station, Hot and Orbital Radio, it broadcasts on Thursday from 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hot and Orbital Truckers, or just the audio is available at radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. Uh, we'll also be giving shout-outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts, uh, and that'll be the Guard Frequency, who do other space games as well, and of course the wonderful Hillbilly Redneck Radio, the Loose Screws, over in the States. Um, now, following this, we also have the latest Galnet News Digest, as provided by Commander Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. Uh, and yes, we've just got to say congratulations to those guys, because they've just passed 15,000 subscribers. Incredible. Yay. So, round of applause to uh, to Wotherspoon and Beetlejude because, yeah, awesome. Subscribe <laughs> so they don't have to. Yes. <laughs> if you'd like to like and subscribe to Leave Radio, please feel free. Nah, anyway. Nah, don't, don't, don't risk awesome. it. It's the worst thing that happens. Yeah. Uh, dear. Well, thanks to all those who have ch- uh, chipped in on the Twitch chat. And uh, what in-game commanders have, have come your and Chris's way? Nobody's come to find me in Sol. <laughs> we had Apaphis joined us in the bar. Oh, excellent. At least at least we had some... Chris is, is 100% more popular than Ben. <laughs> Statistics don't lie. any doubt. <laughs> well, yeah. So, of course, special thanks go to Commander Tokuso, JN Trax and Alan Stroud, who have all created music for this show. So that's it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch, 
with the show, you can find all the contact links in home slash contact us uh, menu section of the laveradio.com website. Do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So, thanks to Ben. Thank you, Colin. Thanks to Alec. Thanks, Colin. Good night, all. Thanks to Claire. I'm a one Chorian woman, guys. Uh, and of course, thanks to today's and apologies to our tech specialist, the Chris Mark Four. You're welcome. <laughs> so until next time, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Galnet News Update, 13th of February, 3310. President-elect Felicia Winters has rushed back to her adopted home system of Rhea following several major earthquakes this morning, leading commentators to suggest that the peaceful transfer of power may be delayed even further. The population of Rhea 3 woke to a series of earthquakes across the northern continent this morning with unconfirmed reports of chasms opening in the crust of the planet and many hundreds of buildings toppling. Tsunamis resulting from the shock waves and from a settling in the seabed has affected coastal regions in the continent and adjacent landmasses. From space, some of the resulting storm systems can clearly be seen. Federal Liberal Command the governing faction has declared an emergency and with the assistance of other factions and safeguard interstellar is establishing rescue camps. Rhea 3's twin planet, Forsyth, is being used as a staging point, as is Ito Orbital. The damage is severe and it may be some weeks before the death toll and the number of citizens displaced becomes clear, but it is likely to run into the millions. It seems likely that a relief appeal will be launched when it can be organised. Several dozen fleet carriers have gathered in the system in anticipation. 
Contact has been lost with members of President-elect Winter's family who have been living in New Greenacre. Winters has rushed back to the system, both to supervise the humanitarian effort and to organise the search for her missing family members. President Hudson has not made any comment on the tragedy, but if, as some have speculated, Winters remains preoccupied by the humanitarian demands in her home system, then he may benefit from an extension of his time in office. He had been due to hand over the levers of power this week, but it seems that Winters, who was briefly the acting president in 3301, after the disappearance of Starship One, may end up waiting till June, a year after the election should have been held, before she can finally become the president in her own right. <laughs>